0: By the way, you know what? I just realized something. I'm tired of you being first, Aaron, with your double A. I'm going to change
1: my name to Adam with three A's so I can go first. (laughs) You can do that. You can go down to fucking Ellis Island in Burbank.
0: Ellis Island? In Burbank. Excuse me. Like, change my name. Where's Ellis Island? About 3,000 miles that way, sir.
2: They should do a chain of Ellis Island-themed restaurants, and then you could always go. You
0: could pick your name. They give you a name when they come in. You are named Giuseppe Marconi. (laughs) Yeah,
1: table for George? Ah, not
2: Today you're ah uh, ah uh, ah Adam.
3: <laughs> Making a list, checking it twice. The GetMo Bros on a naughty list. No fuck
1: it for you.
3: Boys and girls, to ear and loathing.
2: All right, welcome to another holiday spectacular. Now, what did we call it last year? Was it extravaganza or spectacular or something? I don't even remember. It feels like both is extravagant and spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) And we expect it to be again right now. So, this is episode 66, and it is another holiday episode. Now, we did three last year, and this year we're doing one because I don't know, chalk it up to laziness or inefficiency. We do less shows now. Our shows are every other week. Right. So, you know. But we could have got our shit together and done three holiday episodes. Start in July. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: wouldn't say it was less. I'd say it's more selective.
2: (laughs) <laughs> all right. So, yeah, it is a holiday episode, and uh, we we got a slightly different format today, but we'll explain that later. It's still going to be a lot of torture and sorbets and fun games and all the, the whole cast of characters is going to be here. But first of all, just because it is episode 66, I prepared a special little thing for us. Here we go. 66.
3: Six six. 66. 66. 66.
0: Of course. (laughs) And I'd like to mention my birth year.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow, George. Look at (laughs) you. Yeah. yeah, George, it's too bad that you weren't fucking born in June instead of July. You could have been 666. I'd be the Damien,
0: wouldn't I? (laughs) (laughs) 7666, just one month late. That was
1: close. Damn. Mm
2: -hmm. All right. Well, speaking of the satanic birthday boy, let's introduce (laughs) (laughs) the Gitmo bros (laughs) one by one. and the first one is the foxiest little Lord Fauntleroy I've ever seen with his short pants <laughs> and his lolly.
3: <laughs> his, little sho- his little shoes, his hair cut. crazy
2: fucking bow.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, those golden slippers. <laughs> sailor suit socks up to the knee (laughs) (laughs) and a bowl cut of course oh yeah (laughs) the dutch boy cut
0: all right so why don't you say hello hi i'm george white and i'm foxy and the
2: christmas spirits moving in me moving all around in that joint oh yeah And, of course, he's calling from the North Star. He's my North Star. He's George's North Star. And, of course, the star at the tippy top of your Christmas trees, North Star. Why don't you say hello? Barringa,
1: Tis the season to be jolly. Tisn't the season to be a butthole.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's right. I would apply that to year-round. Just FYI. A little public service announcement from the Gitmos. No season is butthole season. (laughs) Speaking of, of buttholes, now, I think we can add another one to our list. We took out Henry Kissinger oh. and his butthole. And his <laughs> butthole. Yeah. Since our last episode. Because <laughs> we talked about him being the the frightening thing that uh, Charlene saw, the, the, that a woman just ain't supposed to see, was Henry Kissinger's butthole. <laughs> and we're presuming that his BH died along with, with HK, you know? it's another one of
1: those fucking things, man. How the fuck did kissinger get what six seven years on fucking prince yeah right fucking henry yeah. fucking kissinger come
2: on yeah <laughs> come on didn't henry kissinger look like 70 in 1970 yeah dude yeah. and also kissinger wasn't funky at all
0: I, I had no idea he was alive honestly i i thought you guys were real like, what dude. isn't he i was yeah.
2: like what, what so anyway <laughs> sorry about junior butthole there hank but uh speaking of uh Smelly little little brown things. <laughs> <laughs> Round brown. <laughs> <laughs> we have to uh, get some Christmas cheer from our buddy Clem and, of course, his little helper elf uh, Gubernatorial. So lay on some some holiday spirit here, Clem. Let, let's have it. Hi there. Welcome to Kibitz Corner. That's Christmas Corner to you. Huh? Seems like he could <laughs> you know maybe strum a few bars of.
0: A Silent Night or I know, Have Yourself a Married... Something, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, like every Christmas song, like maybe Goober could have gone like, ding, 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 ding.
1: He could have, but... I, in a way, I appreciate his restraint.
0: <laughs> They're hillbillies. I mean, there's plenty of, like, triangles and other kind of, you know, percussion, you know, frontier percussion instruments around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have planned here? George, you want to help me out with this? Because we've got to have to have a holiday-themed Kibbutz Corner, and I believe we're handing it off to you. Yes, we're going to do a Brock Eats. What?
1: And uh, after the theme song, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> hey, can I preface it with this one thing? And why are we giving it to George? For you new loathers, you know, know this. But George White, our own George White, is the captain of Christmas. He loves Christmas beyond all shape and reason. He he, And I love that about him. He is a seasonal guy, but specifically a Christmas season man. He's got all the inflatables. He's got the big things. He's got the little things. He gets ready. He's all psyched about it. It's a big deal for him in a real way. And it's one of the sweetest things about him. Uh, and, and, And there's a lot of sweet things about him, but I love that about George. It's great. Well, thank you, Aaron. I, I appreciate you saying all that, but I
0: hate inflatables. I do not have any <laughs> of those.
3: I'm I'm staunchly
0: anti-inflatable.
1: So, what's what's the ones that you do? Like you like the the ones that just do not inflate, but then I have are... pla-
0: I have the real plastic ones, real plastic. <laughs> me. real plastic ones, Mrs. and Mr. Frosty the Snowman.
1: So you have storage space for them, then? I do you, up in my yeah. garage. <laughs> Wow. I say
0: they hibernate. I like to cover their faces because I don't want them looking at me when it's not the season.
1: They, they, you consider them to be alive. <laughs> I do. And I, okay.
0: there's All a whole right. backstage process before they come out. And there's a whole thing.
1: Yeah. Like what they do with the, the floats on Orange Grove totally. before yes. they make the Ex-
0: right? Yeah, exactly. Whole <laughs> preparation goes on. There's <laughs> parades and everything. Before he You're to not ready for the
1: boulevard yet, friend.
0: You're not, but let me clean you out, get your nose all set. You know, <laughs> all that stuff. Got to do everything.
3: <laughs> uh, Frosty's
0: nose got busted off the plastic carrot some years ago at a Ricky's Room party. So now I just smoke half a cigar and jam that
1: in there. Wow. <laughs> Gee, Christmas. He loves it. Well, I love that about you. I'm glad that of the three of us to have one person who, like, without any irony, loves it a lot. I think it's very cool. It's a Christmas like geek. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we've established George's cred here. Yeah, and now I guess I shall play the theme song. Thank you. Goes something like this: Brackets.
3: Brackets. 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 Brackets.
0: Brackets.
3: Brackets. Santa. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Jesus.
2: <laughs> all right. We are in the holiday brackets. Holiday brackets. Here
0: we go. So it's going to be an abbreviated one. It's only eight entries instead of sixteen. Oh, mixing it up. You know, because we'll we'll keep it quick, but I think you'll enjoy this. So what I did is I took all the giants of Christmas, the biggest Christmas artists. I looked at sales, I looked at if you identify with them, everyone identifies with them this way. Some of these people also have careers, but they're also giant Christmas artists. And instead of saying who has, you know, the best song or the best album, what we're going to do here is we're going to say, who throws the best Christmas party of these people? Who would you like to go to their Christmas party of these Mm -hmm. giant Christmas artists? So you have to Mm -hmm. use your imagination and think, what would they be like? And these are... You're gonna—they're not all in the same era, so you have to think of them in their prime, probably, yeah, right. and what that would be like <laughs> at a Christmas party at this person's house because they're such huge Christmas people, like me. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you mean if we're not going to the George
2: Christmas party?
0: Yeah. If you're not going to my Christmas party and you know, hanging out with Frosty and all the other things, we've, you know, <laughs> the plastic figurines, plastic yeah. figurines, the lights, the drinking every night, the music, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs>
1: That's what I used to call it back when I used to, you know, buy a sack on the street saying, I'm hanging out with Frosty, don't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Street sack!
0: Okay, so here we go. With whose Christmas party do you want to go to? The Christmas Giants. (laughs) Mm. Number one, right out of the gate, the king, Elvis Presley.
1: Nice, okay,
0: all right. Against the hugest Christmas single in, in Britain every year, and the, uh, unfortunately, dead George Michael. <laughs> oh. So Elvis against King. George Michael. Who's going to have George the cooler Michael. party? Which one do you want to go to?
2: You, mm. the Getmo Bros. Do well, uh, you want to go first, Damon? Uh, sure, I guess I can. So Elvis versus George Michael. And this is the one you prefer to go to. Yes. Yeah, whose party you think is going to be the funnest for you? Okay. Um. It seems like... Elvis, no matter what season it is, he's still going to be sort of, like, shooting TVs. And, you know, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer might be on. And he just would shoot (laughs) the TV out. Yeah, you can
1: take the boy out of Tupelo.
2: (laughs) And then the the Memphis Mafia are kind of, you know, walking around, you know, sucking up to him. And refill your drink, king, you know, that kind of shit. (laughs) And we also have to factor in the era. Like, yeah. The 70s was his, obviously, his big time. Mm. I doubt he was throwing parties in the 50s and 60s. I think he was just too busy, and he hadn't put together the mafia yet, I'm assuming. I wondered about that. When, was, when did he buy Graceland? Do you guys know? Uh, I think it was in the 60s. In the 60s? I
0: wondered, yeah, because you think of the party there, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he stopped touring, so he needed something to do. Mm-hmm. and bros to hang out with and that's when the memphis mafia sort of mm-hmm. sort okay. of came into play i believe I, if i have my elvis history wrong someone's mm-hmm. welcome to write to me and tell me i'm not going to care but you, you're welcome <laughs> to write but anyway <laughs> he doesn't seem like those guys showed up until after like the, into the 70s so and it, i guess my point is that's when the parties would be happening mm-hmm. at okay. graceland so fat elvis fat elvis yeah um I feel like George Michael would be sort of more, just have a more bountiful, like I feel like Elvis would be stingy. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have okay. a, like a good spread, you know, and, and the spread he would have would be all the stuff he likes, like, like peanut butter and Nana sandwiches and stuff. Just be and, <laughs> and it wouldn't even <laughs> be Fried like peanut
0: butter and Nana sandwiches, that's all there is, that's nothing yeah. else.
2: Because a- <laughs> it's what the king likes. <laughs> I think George Michael would probably, now correct me if I'm wrong, he didn't party that much, did he? George Michael?
1: Yeah. No, you get that wrong. Oh,
2: no, really? He, he partied
1: yeah. a lot. <laughs> he was a workaholic very much, I think, in the in the beginning of his career. Um, but then when he could take his foot off the gas a bit and take time rather than working all the time, mm-hmm. then he could really party. And he partied himself into a lot of trouble, unfortunately.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, yeah, those parties might get a little extreme in the 80s, I bet. Yeah. And my sexy self would be, would be uh, fending off a lot of admirers at his parties, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but help you with that tie hey
0: <laughs> hey your tie's a little crooked there little fella
1: <laughs> let's get you out of those pants huh oops I spilled my wine again oopsie hey, don't I your- only have shorts sorry <laughs> pneumonia's an ugly disease get you out of those
2: <laughs> I'm taking too long on this I'm going to say I still think it would be more fun to party with George Michael at a, at a holiday party than, than Elvis's sad offerings yeah, okay. it's George
1: running away with it. It's George. George okay. George wow. George's party were the thing about George is that because of just the guy he was, I'll bet you, same as Fred, that even when they didn't have money, when they were on the fucking dole, they were still raging harder than anyone ever did, just had more fun than anybody. At any era, they were probably way more fun. And as you say, the big fucking factor with, with the king when you deal with anything de- kingish is hangers-on. Even if it was before the mafia, it was, it was just fucking hangers-on. Anybody beyond fucking his father, I don't want to know about it because they were just sucking up to him, and it was gross. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then, then the fucking colonel, as you know, Damon, you partied with the colonel.
2: I did, yeah. Who took the first slice of cake? Fucking colonel. <laughs> it wasn't his birthday, and he got the first slice of cake. Prick. I know, what a, what a fucker! And then he took fifty percent of everyone else's slices of cake. <laughs> I can't believe that that really happened. Like this, <laughs>
1: that's a thing that happened in your life. <laughs> yeah, I know, I love
3: it. It's, it's
1: unbelievable. Who has a fucking Colonel Tom story? First person. I've met a great many people, and when he was doing Colonel Tom shit, you know what I mean? Like right. he was yeah. being fully realized.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I have pictorial evidence of it. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's fucking amazing. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All, right. so, All right. So George Michael runs away.
3: George. With it. Yeah. W-
0: what would you have said, George? It was a tough one for me. I was, there was arguments on both. I was leaning probably towards George Michael just because I feel like his party would be more sophisticated. Yeah. You know, and, and more fun and you'd f- like some of the things you guys were saying, although just with who Elvis was, I don't know if I could give up the chance to be in the same room with him. And just you know whatever was going on, I'd have a story and it would be great. So yeah, I
1: mean the king is the fucking king.
0: Right, he's the king for a reason. So it's hard for me to, and I can see Graceland being fun at Christmas in the heyday. But I, I think it ultimately would have come down on George Michael. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving <laughs> on. Second bracket, uh, the you know queen of Christmas nowadays, Mariah Carey, versus now I decided these guys should co-host together because I think of them kind of as the same, even though I know they're not is Michael Bublé and Josh Groban. (laughs) They're hosting together, you know, a party. And I I mostly put these guys in because they're huge Christmas dudes and because I was watching the Miami Dolphins Hard Knocks and I realized because Tua Tunga-Vailoa said in one of the meetings, yeah, let's put on some Bublé. Bublé's a beast. (laughs) I went, Bublé's a beast, what? And I thought, maybe people that generation really like this music and think
1: it's great. Maybe you guys do. I don't know. So I start? Yes, you start. Um, I think that Mariah seems like a biatch and so uh, and like all uptight about you getting something on the on, you know just like white shit everywhere like and not fun white <laughs> shit it's just like a drag you can't fucking do anything and if she lives on the east coast you have to wear 37 layers to get to her house so mm-hmm. like where you put it all, it's just a fucking hassle and she's just fucking eyeballing you everywhere you go what do you do with that what do you do with that but bubbles in the groves dude forget it I have it on good authority that Groban is a very funny guy and a fun to hang out with. So I would assume that that's true about the bubs. Uh, Okay. So I would take those dudes. So he is
0: a
2: beast. Okay. He's a Christmas beast in your, your eyes too. I like it. Yeah. It seems like Mariah, like you couldn't sit on some of the furniture. Like you, there would be a a guy like kind of coming in out from around the corner going, excuse me, don't sit there, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) on a chair or something. Like, dude, I was invited. Like what I, I didn't come in here to like
1: lighting things on fire. Are you in the list? Sorry, you in the list? Do you do you have a wristband? You have, can you see your
2: wristband, please? That said, I can't imagine two more boring people than Groban and 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 Buble. I don't. The th- truth is, like, I have no idea what songs those guys sing. I know their names, of course. And are they big in England? I guess here too. Right? They're huge They're everywhere, here. man. Those things are yeah. Christmas albums are giant. But in general, like, not counting the mm. Christmas albums, do they? Yeah, have hits they do. and stuff. Yep. Yeah they yeah. do. Wow. <laughs> One of the times I'm glad I'm not checked into current you know, <laughs> culture cuz who gives a fuck about either of those guys? So, Mariah, you're going to get some good stories out of that party for sure. Um mm-hmm. you might, you know what? She might go way over the top just to prove that she's the diva of all Christmas divas. And so you might actually get like this, you know, a giant ice Santa sculpture with you know spicy punch coming out of his dick or something you know it could be it could be super wild and crazy and fun yeah and i just don't care about those other two guys at all i mean i feel like going to one of their parties would just be like going to any one of my boring friends parties Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so there you go i i go with mariah okay i gotta split this one and
0: um and I gotta say, I was going more towards uh, what, what Damon was saying. I feel like that Mariah Carey, yeah, diva and all that. But I feel like too that she'd be in a sexy Santa suit, and her friends would be with her, and she'd be all sloppy drunk and maybe lose a titty or something. <laughs> Gee.
1: Despite the fact that I told you that on first person account, I know that they're fun. But you, you believe in a in a, fo, in a in a possible slippy titty more than I am. More than I'm your go- friend Dan. All right, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Noted. with Mariah.
2: Noted. <laughs> Is there any chance that a boobleg titty would come out? Because I would, might rethink my answer. <laughs> well, also, do you think that there's
1: not going to be fucking broads aplenty, like in, in a cornucopia style? Yeah, and they're, they're probably
2: both married with kids and they're good family. All men and
1: the stuff. more for you, Damon. <laughs> use your head.
2: Sorry, it's Mariah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's Mariah. We've befriended Aaron's Aaron's Groban. <laughs> I'll
2: be over. I'll be just with Groban, just being being depressed next to the fucking stuffing, <laughs> leftover stuffing. I can see Aaron at the Christmas party, and and Groban's like kind of shuffling around in the closet, and pulls out a sorry game. <laughs> 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 Let's do this. This is bullshit. <laughs> Let's go to George Michael's parties. Bullshit.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Um, next. Perhaps the biggest king of Christmas with white Christmas, uh, Bing Crosby versus the Canadian of all Canadians, Celine Dion.
2: <laughs> oh. All right. I went first last time. Go, Damon. Okay. Um, Her personality. I mean, I don't like her songs. I don't like her singing. And her personality just seems... She seems like the biggest phony on the planet. So I don't think her party would be that fun. Uh, I think... Bing, sort of, you know, he'd get into the nipping into the Christmas booze, and you might see him roll his sleeves up and go after one of his kids, and you know, right there, there's a story to tell. <laughs> you
1: eyeballing me, boy,
0: <laughs> with the pipe and everything. Hey, yeah, yeah Dad's fighting with the
1: hat rack again. Great.
0: <laughs> well, in that Thanksgiving song or whatever you
1: played, remember last year or something? What's that song? You it played was the Christmas song, the Christmas, Christmas dinner. Era. Country style.
3: Right. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of booze there, at least in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And I'll think of the guest list, too. He knows everyone. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, like Bob Hope and and Frank, and everyone's going to show up, for sure. Toluca Lake scene, dude. Toluca Lake scene. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) So, yeah, Celine just seems like she wouldn't even show up at her own party. She would kind of, like, come in and make an appearance. Thank everyone for coming. And then she would leave again, and then that would be it. And then her... Her bearded husband would kick everybody out. <laughs> they play some, some clips of her scream singing in uh, French Canadian and then uh, all right but well, can we go now <laughs> Jesus Christ Yeah Bing's going to be like off the hook and and it you know come on unleashed It's going to be in the 50s and 60s where it's it's going to be like the set of Mad Men you know the and everything yeah. it's just going to be yeah. Johnny Carson will be there and stuff it'll be cool I'm I'm It'd be funny I'm if the, you that. go and somebody offers you a cigarette and you're like
1: I don't smoke and they they light you on fire <laughs>
2: <laughs> Of course you, you do. do tonight
0: They pour some kind of grain alcohol that's been dyed green over you and then light you on fire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now it's 100% smokers.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got your Bing Crosby from your pal Damon. All right, Aaron. It's it's fucking Bing
1: every way but Tuesday. Can you imagine the fucking dynamite pills? Oh my
2: God, yeah. They got jelly
1: beans over here and then they got... Uh, adult jelly beans over here you know what i mean uppers and downers get out of towners (laughs) yeah you know
0: maybe dean martin falls in into the Toluca lake off of bing's dock (laughs) he's out on a rowboat that's uh you know shaped like a swan and he's nude you know (laughs) everyone at the country clubs yelling at him you know
1: i was thinking about that the other day when when george was asking me about my uh, my haircut and i forgot to add that like i started thinking that i've had the same hair style, if you want to call it style, since like I, right when I got out of high school, it was, it had been the same. And I was like, you know, how Dean Martin also had the same hair. <laughs> Even yeah. when he was an old yeah. man, he would be wearing that fucking Ferrari jacket in hamburger, uh, Hamlet is still wearing that crate, the big, huge glasses and the big, that hair was the big same. Pompadour, big Italian. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but
2: it was great Yeah. The only <laughs> difference he had bushier sideburns, but that was it. Yes. yeah right. Yes. And I
1: was like, you know what? That's a real danger for, for men, particularly of that time. Cause like, if they didn't go bald, then they tried to hang on to it. And so like, there was a weird, like Peter Lawford always seemed like a sort of a zero kind of person. But there was a weird time in the 70s where he kind of had the 70s hair together. And I was like, that was very brave of him to like go for it a little bit. And as a result, he looked kind of of his time rather than the dude from way before holding on to the Joey Bishop hair or some shit. So. Hmm. I factored that into me, and I said, "I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I I got to change it up." There you have it. That's my that's my hair story. If George I, has a hair story, I can have one too. I just yeah. I just pictured you telling uh, that whole story to your stylist. He's like, <laughs> so, "Okay, so you wanted short?" And He takes out <laughs> his headphones. Um. So, uh, how are you? <laughs>
2: So short back and sides, or <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start. I can't believe I gotta start from the beginning. So what was the end? Of, I the said end fucking result uh, of it? Bing for sure. dude. Bing Crosby's the winner of that. One. No, I was gonna yeah. ask what the, what the end result of your hairstyle is. Oh, oh it's just right.
1: fucking short. It's just not what it. It's not what it was for the last forty years. It's just short now. Uh, and a very sort of What does that mean though? Short No lips No like pompadour vibe No no crazy everything goes back kind of way Nothing like that It's just working. It's like boring. a crew
2: cut or something?
1: <laughs> no, no I mean it's short but hip Kind of goes forward a little bit I would say
2: Oh uh, A Caesar A
1: little bit of a Caesar yeah, I mean, it, Not like a Caesar Caesar bang Sort of like a bowl cut man Yeah um, But
2: uh, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber <laughs> A Clooney Caesar. Yes, yeah, it's more, Caesar. sort of
1: like the Clooney cut, but not, right. but not Caesared yeah. down. Yeah, it's sort right. of there's
2: a little bit of
1: a I can't, you know, this man, I'm not I'm not a fucking alien. I do have a little bit of a lip there in the front. Sure, of course, yeah, yeah. If anything, it's actually more like it was in high school than it was after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going all the way back.
2: <laughs> all right so it's bing and bing and then george would you you would have said bing right I,
0: I would have i would have said bing as well although i was there was maybe an argument to be made about um celine because i pictured that the party would be in vegas and uh it might get a little crazy so but that was the only argument i had for her really i'm Toluca lake through and through
1: yeah but georgie yeah if it was it you could walk
2: home from there yeah i know that's what i'm saying so it's, it's I'm with that <laughs> all the way yeah. Okay. I picture I'm sorry, but I picture Celine like crying at the end of her party for, <laughs> for whatever reason. She'd be crying like three quarters of the way in, just like, oh God. yeah, something went something wrong. Like, or, yeah. the wrong cake was delivered or something, and just she's <laughs> devastated. And then the party's over.
0: It'd be great if we go to these parties and be like totally proven wrong. Like we went to Celine Dion's party. It was fucking off the hook. It's fantastic. <laughs>
1: She jammed with people. Sting was there. It's crazy. It's fucking, she had a poutine fountain. I fucking sh- crap you negative.
2: Marshmallow was the DJ? Yeah. Marshmallow Head was there.
0: And he was good. Maybe I was on X. I don't know. <laughs> Who can say? Who can say? Okay. Last one. And uh, I'll have some background for you here because I'm guessing you don't know about anyone in these bands. So... I think of them in the same breath. Uh, Mannheim Steamroller <laughs> versus yeah. the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Orchestra. Yeah, I saw that yes. coming. And so a little... Are they both Germans? No. So here's the background on this that I didn't know that you guys might like. The guy that thought of Mannheim Steamroller. Let me see if that's right. No, sorry. The guy that thought of Trans-Siberian Orchestra is named Paul O'Neill. And he's a full rocker and like produced that band Sabotage. Oh. Mm-hmm. And in the 80s, um, he remember that the really famous management company, Lieber Krebs? Huge management in the 70s and 80s. And that guy was a manager there and helped launch the careers of Aerosmith, ACDC, Def Leppard, Ted Nugent, the Scorpions, and Joan Jett. Then later on mm-hmm. in life, in, later in the 80s, went to Japan, became the hugest rock promoter, and did tours with Madonna, Sting, Foreigner, Bon Jovi, Whitesnake, and RJD, Ronnie James Trio. <laughs> so that's mm. the guy that started Trans Siberian Orchestra. So maybe his party would be fun, you know. Even though you think about the music and you're like, I don't know, it yeah. wouldn't be great.
1: Was that a uh, was that a uh, an intentional mistake that you did just then, George? Like, with what? we had a little Christmas tree most years, and I called it Ronnie James. Oh trio. no, I said that, that. What for, you no, just no, met I, No,
0: I I stole <laughs> that from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought the most brilliant thing you've ever said about the holidays was that you had a tree named Ronnie, a little Charlie Roundtree tree named Ronnie James Trio.
2: Aaron was texting his attorney about to hit send until you acknowledged that it was his gag that you. It's mine, goddamn it! <laughs> and then Mannheim, the, and then Mannheim. The interesting thing about
0: Mannheim is interesting and or funny, is that guy's name is your what's his first name? Hold on, it's uh, Chip Davis, I believe. And believe it or not, Chip Davis um, was the other guy involved in writing Convoy and making up the the, uh, the character C.W. McCall. <laughs> jeez. He was an wow. ad. Remember they were ad guys? Yeah. And they right, were partners, right, right. and they thought of Convoy. And then later on, he comes up with the other phenomenon of Mannheim Steamroller. Jeez. That guy's rolling in the dough.
1: <laughs> it seems odd to... How Do you have one of those like when you're developing Mannheim? Didn't somebody say, Hey, there's already trans-sibes, dude? Are you doing? <laughs> well, they're a little different,
0: they're kind They're a little bit different. I listened to, says some, you, I, I listened to some of it, and I, I they seemed a little different to me. Like, they're <laughs> they're more, of course, because I think of his background. The, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra seems way more heavy metal-ish than, right. than does
2: uh Mannheim Steamroller.
1: God damn, they do huge business, huge yeah. Business. It's incredible,
2: Sabrian was like a live. Rockestra, right? And then Mannheim yeah. was more like the early synthesizers and mogs and stuff. Yeah, it's more of that. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay.
0: So anyway, I so I don't know. I want to give you a little color there because because I don't think there'd be any point of reference for why should I like these bands or go to their party. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little. I
1: think Aaron is All going right.
0: first in this one.
1: Sure. Um yeah. I, I think that um the one <laughs> now I don't even remember which one it was. The the first one you brought up because the guy's gonna have uh I would because I know that the guy who wrote Convoy is just going to have trucker speed, but the <laughs> other guy is going to have everything else, like yeah. as a for sure. So the Mannheim guy. Yeah, yeah. So those dudes, and the also Trans Siberian
0: like, guy is the is the heavy metal dude. He's the guy Aerosmith, Ted Nugent. He's
1: that guy. The Japan guy. Yeah. Who's yeah. In that, Japan? That,
0: that's Trans Siberian. That's Paul. Okay. Yeah. And that's what
1: Manheim, I choose. Then Mannheim
2: is is Chip. So is it, are you going to Paul's or are you going to Chips? I, guess. I think Paul's I'm, or going chips. Paul's. I'm going to he's Paul's. I'm going, going, <laughs> going to Paul's. I don't party. want to go to Chips. Paul's or Chips? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, no, you are going to Chips because he's the... Oh, so you don't want the trucker, I speed. Want trucker no. speed. I don't want trucker speed. I want everything else. Cause, <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. And also, like, because Paul hasn't abused trucker speed, so he probably still has all his teeth and won't do, like, the silly <laughs> I'm drunk, check out me taking my teeth out gag. <laughs> <laughs> got to plan ahead when you're when you're in the party zone.
0: I love in this world there's a thing of they all know it
2: like yeah, you guys going to Paul's or chips this year. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you're going a big to, to C, bro. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go the other direction and here's my reasoning. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The guy from Trans-Siberia, obviously he's a musician, you know, who also had all this this success with producing and managing and stuff, right? Correct. Yes. But I feel like because of the nature of the kind of hard rock, heavy metal, maybe even like proggy thing, at some point he's putting on his own music and he's bringing his guitar and his Marshall stack out and he's (laughs) going to start playing along with the songs. Uh-oh. His own songs and looking at you and going right, right, And then Steven Tyler's up there going, beat it, a boo,
0: ba 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 doo doo doo
2: So I feel like the the trans, which who I believe is Paul, correct, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Paul is going to be kind of in your face with his with his flying V. And uh, Chip, I, I, I like the sound of Mannheim better than Tran Saib. So I'm going with uh, Chip. Okay, you're going to Chip's party.
0: All right. Yep. Well, no surprise, I'm going to Paul's party.
3: Oh, <laughs>
0: Heavy metal rules. For all the reasons you just said. And I want to go to Christmas party where the Nuge is there, so.
2: <laughs> so TSO wins. And they're going to serve egg Nuge. Egg? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thank
0: you so much. Okay, we can move more quickly now. I knew that would be that would take a while because there's a lot of imagination among these three people, these three bros, the three wise men called
2: the Gitmos. Semifinals: George Michael versus Mariah Carey. Want me to go first? Yeah. Yes. Uh, George versus Mariah, like the battle of the queens, right? Yeah, In a way, yeah, yeah. I think I just like George better as a person. When it comes down to it, I think they're both going to have fabulous parties. But George is just a nicer guy, it seems like And I'd have more to talk to him about so Yeah, George. it's
1: for sure Yeah, it's not even, it's not, even uh, not even. close Plus, like, even in the bathrooms would be uh, a hoot Because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, he, he loved the bathroom He loved a good bathroom So, like, even there, there'd be non-stop action
0: <laughs> You're saying there'd be glory holes in his bathroom just, just glory holes. It would be
1: on <laughs> Glory to God and glory to holes <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, I'm fucking exhausted, bro Just got here <laughs> okay George Michael wins that one what about you
0: George Where, you, oh would you, I would have come down it would have been a, I, I didn't have much of a, a much of a uh, argument from Mariah Carey other than she might lose the titty that was it <laughs> <laughs> still valid but you know still valid it would be fun party I think but uh it would probably be a little too much for me at some point and i think like I George would seem more sophisticated and more my speed
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so alright moving on uh Bing Crosby versus TSO <laughs> Trans-Siberian Orchestra, a.k.a. Paul.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Bing, Bing in a second. For most of the same reasons for George. (laughs) Just a different
2: era. Yeah, Bing, I I think he's, I gotta see him lubed up on Christmas. And (laughs) he's got the Santa hat on, but he's really pissed off at something. I would love to,
1: like, just fucking just in full of rage. And just like a massive fucking vein coming out on his neck as he's yelling at me. And I just laugh at him. Right. Shut up in your sweater. Shut up. He's raging around the party dressed <laughs> as an elf. <laughs> Just laugh at his face. <laughs> Shut up, Bing. <laughs> Ass. Go out and fucking go to, to you- Seba. <laughs> it's
0: gotta be Bing, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I-, I would I would go the same way. And now the championship, Bing Crosby versus George Michael, who mm. is the best Christmas party right, of go the go Giants? go, Damon.
2: Uh let's see. I think George's would be cooler insofar as the food and the music would be more fun. The vibe would be more fun. Everything about it would just be a better party. And yet I need to see Elf Bing (laughs) raging and maybe, you know, dumping the bowl of punch over Johnny Carson's head or something. You know, yeah, I got to see that.
0: I like how Bing's party's is just full of like mayhem and violence.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just he's so full of rage. That's the only way it ends with those people. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with Damon completely and unabashedly. It's not you know, we are one. Okay, it's Bing Crosby. Yeah, uh, for sure. It, he's my he's my homeboy. I'm with him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you would have done the same thing, George. I would have.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, would, okay. it, it would. It's close though because I really would like to go to the George Michael and it's in England. And that seems like that'd be fun. George, but-
1: everybody would. But you can't deny the fact that it's – Bing is fucking – you got to go be a part of that. You got to see the rage.
0: You have to. Plus, it's close. The guest list of in 19 – I'm going to guess that party's like in 1954, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. George, I want to present one last thing to you. Okay. As we know – what is this? As we're recording this, it's December 7th and – I know at this point you got eight invitations from various Christmas luminaries. You got your Bing invitation, you got your <laughs> you know, your your Mariah Carey invitation and your Trans-Siberian Orchestra invitation. And you didn't know how to reply to any of them. But do you feel like now you have something that you can decide which one to RSVP to? I needed a lot of help
0: and my GetMub bros bailed me out with a Christmas miracle, and I do have my answer.
2: All right. <laughs> I have my answer. I have my answer.
0: Well, there we go. What a pro move by Damon Pipitone.
2: <laughs> That's leadership. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to compare us to the 9-11 terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> We're that organized. <laughs> We're that organized. Okay, so let's get into the uh, TC. Yes. And then we'll explain what's going on to the good people. What do you say? Yes, sounds explain. great. And let's yeah. let's all hold hands and walk down together, shall we? For the first, I, this could be the first time ever, right? I think so. I think yeah. it is. It, it like is this? there enough chain down there? And <laughs> not unlike Mariah Carey's Christmas dress, we're going to walk abreast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Nice. Thank you. Here we go. Fucking awesome. Down, down. Okay, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Okay. I don't really give a good fuck what you
3: know or don't know. But I'm going to torture you anyway. Torture. Suffering. Suffering. Torture. Angle. 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 torture. Pain. 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 Torture. torture.
2: Just because we don't like things to be simple here at Aaron Loathing, we had to come up with a way to determine who's going to play the Christmas sorbet at the end of the episode. Therefore, since we're all torturing each other, Aaron's going to explain how it works. So we're going to do uh, – we're each going to play a torture song
1: uh, and then – All torturing each other. While torturing each other. We're torturing each other. Uh, I'm going to go first. Then the boys will go. And then when we're done, we're all going to uh, decide which one was worse. And in case of a tie, we're going to attach a numerical value to the suck. Ten being worst
2: torture. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, and then and then we'll move on. The, the the big winner will leap freely from the chamber de torchère, and uh, and fucking rock a sorbs. Leave the two of us behind in the torchère. Yeah, chamber. fuck those two. <laughs> yeah, let them burn. They knew what was happening. Get on another podcast. You don't want to be down here. <laughs> there's plenty of podcasts. Get on another one. Yeah, dude. I, there's I have a good authority that there's literally dozens, <laughs> dozens. of these um, So I'll start, huh? I'll start. Here we go. Do Ready it. to roll? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, I'm so psyched about this one, man. <laughs> it's just it's it's so crazy. Um, it was it's like we were talking about uh or I was talking about trucker speed earlier, and I have it on good authority, very good authority. I bought from this man. This this guy <laughs> invented trucker speed. I know it. I know it for a fact. Uh, don't look it. Don't look for it in Wikipedia because it's not there. But the street wiki knows. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Word of mouth. And, so, like, we discussed as many episodes ago uh, when George brought up C.W. McCall, we were we were just so shocked at like how like America and and indeed the world, but mostly America was just stroking it to trucks, four trucks, buy trucks, everything trucks, 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 trucks. So much so that the truck drivers became sort of like a sex symbol. And it's just nuts. And it it spoke to America's uh, desire to be free and like the open road. It was sort of like what Easy Rider was in the previous decade. Sticking it to the man. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-authority. Like, no one's going to tell me what to do. And so in 1973, someone demanded that this, this Bakersfield musician, who was up to his own business, and he... He demanded that he make truck music with a Christmas theme. Really? <laughs> this man is Joe Cecil Red to his Fred Simpson, big <laughs> red indeed. And uh, he put out this record. And I just want to start it, just start it, and then we're going to go over some stuff. Now he wants to talk to you. Let's just fucking start. How about We, we got a lot, a lot of road to go. Much like my trucking brothers. So to speak,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: 18 wheels and the truth.
1: Yeah, let's listen to what Big Red has to say. <laughs> okay.
4: All right. The old Christmas truck. A story I wrote especially for all the kiddies of all the truck drivers everywhere.
1: Okay, stop for a second. <laughs> now, it, sounds, it sounds like he's coming off the effects of an adult evening.
3: <laughs> yeah. And he's
1: also running out of steam at the top of the number. Yeah, the intro. <laughs> And he wrote this Which he told us just now For all the kitties in all the world What's shocking to me is how quickly He starts to get fuzzy on the details That are his
2: So let's, let's, let's play, play And by the way like Save your energy for the song Because who needs an intro for this <laughs> Anyway, shouldn't the song tell us This is this here is for all the kitties <laughs> This is a so- It would be like if, if Paul McCartney came on Before a song, this is a song I wrote <laughs> hey jude you know like you know how there's bluebirds well this song called blackbird <laughs> all right come on red simpson that was clearly not
1: in tune <laughs> no no he's not worried about that He's got got speed ears. He doesn't know what's what. (laughs) He had an adult evening.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I was told this story happened sometime back in the early 40s. Okay, stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He told us that he wrote this. In the f- second sentence, I was told this happened sometime. when <laughs> Someone told him a story. Now he's passing
2: it off his own.
3: Yeah. When
1: I did Trucker Speed, I'd fucking do f- details.
2: <laughs> Aaron took copious notes. I remember him on <laughs> Trucker Speed.
1: I mean, you can't have a uh, menage a trois relationship with the facts when you're on, on <laughs> when you got white line fever.
2: Uh, also, I'm curious to know why he did two intros.
1: This whole song is an intro. It's
0: a pre-intro. I like this. I like like. Hey, what are those? uh, What are those thick notebooks over there? Those are Aaron's notes when he was on Trucker Speed. There's
2: six of them. I know. TSN. Would those be the Britannica notebooks? Thank you. Thank you.
4: A long, long time before freeways were even thought of, and the roads were narrow and very, very dangerous. It was the day before Christmas at an orphan's home high up in the mountains. And the-
1: an orphan's home. Orphan's, orphans now, home. I also want to speak to Red. In, in Red's fantasy life, he's got uh, shit poor civic planning. <laughs> because why would you choose to be the poor orphan's home up on the top of a hill where a hailstorm will affect their ability to get food yeah. or nourishment or
2: whatever else you might want to give them? And apparently semis can't make it up there. It's a narrow no. road, right? No. It's very dangerous. Dude, just take your <laughs> Chevy Nova up there instead. What do you think of that? <laughs> they have those in the 40s? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. I, I can't keep his intros straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit. 73 1940.
1: They called him Red Intro Simpson.
2: <laughs> Here's a part of the story where a man from the future came and told me about I was told
1: 2019. <laughs> somewhere pertinent near <laughs> Get a detail, please.
4: <laughs> All right. And the people at the orphans' home were mighty concerned about the little boys and girls having a Christmas that year. Because the little town below had always donated toys at Christmas time and brought them up in what they'd called the old Christmas truck.
1: okay and now these people in this town are paralyzed by options apparently because all you have to do <laughs> all you've got to do is just go down the hill yourself or right. or plow the road or put some salt down something anything they can't do any of it. I like your idea that the orphanage is up on the hill. It's like, a
0: couple like, well, honey, we can't have children. We should go up that orphanage. Oh, it sure is high up on that hill, though. I don't want to go. It's too hard. It's, it's too dangerous. Yeah, what are we, we gonna do? Get the truck.
1: Like, we, go up there. It's, it's too much. Well, please. Please. <laughs> Why can't it be down here?
0: <laughs> Why they
1: put it up there? So can they bring high? one of
0: the children down so we can meet them? No. Let's
1: go up there. No. My no, hands are tied. <laughs> it's that damn road. The freeways haven't been invented. You could put people on
0: the Christmas truck and go up there and then take the kids down and they could pick one and (laughs) that would be the gift.
2: Option 12 wait till the snow melts. (laughs) (laughs) What if it takes too long? Put some food in the car. All
1: right. All right. Back to the (laughs) song.
4: But this year, the roads were of solid ice up to the orphan's home. And no one would attempt to make that run up that steep mountain road in that old truck.
1: So no the one fucking cares. Like, there's, there's <laughs> kids. You fucking don't care about these kids. <laughs> How about put them on a sled and have the kids come down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: easier to go down, I think. Yeah. And then, you know, take the mountain to Muhammad and all that, you know. That's right.
1: Exactly. You want to ixnay on that Muhammad when you're talking to Red, I think, probably. Yeah, though. probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Muhammad. <laughs> he's, he's not psyched about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go.
2: This is you said this was seventy four? Seventy three. Got it. Okay. So no Amazon back then, I take it.
4: No. no. Okay. Townspeople had asked for volunteers and even offered money to anyone who would drive the old truck. They've got spare but money <laughs> and
1: no one wants to be paid to go to see these orphans. They could give a rat's F about these fucking kids, man. Because of some ice on the road that they designed.
2: <laughs> Fuck holes! <laughs> this is a Christmas song where it just shows everyone's indifference. Like this house is harder to get to than like Hitler's lair on that mountaintop. <laughs> the wolf's lair, <laughs> the eagle's nest, or whatever it was eagles called. Nest. <laughs> where <laughs> eagles <dare>. stand. <laughs> Yeah, these kids, dude. <laughs> Locked up in Bavaria. Should we put an orphanage just like on a city block? What near you know, us and near here's the food some and stores stuff? and trucks and stuff? Or should yeah. we put it in Hitler's <laughs> lair? I'm trying to the eagle's mountain. nest. <laughs> Orphan's nest. Orphan's nest. It's
0: too accessible down here, dog. If you really want a child, you'll come up here. <laughs> it's like a test. If you don't come up here, you're not worthy enough, anyways.
2: Now I get what Hitler meant when he was talking about his struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: confident. Yeah. That wheezy ass organ sounds like that's like might be Red's old lady or something just like it sounds yeah. so bad, so tired and so uh,
2: uninspired and un- not committed. I don't think anything about Red is committed. I've got another theory. I think he just took his radio shack tape recorder and was just hanging out at the mall at the organ store. Yeah. He just recorded himself. Hey, play that again. Would you play listen- that again, would you? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I'm working on my Christmas truck song. It's not important. <laughs> yeah, could you play uh, Little Town of Bethlehem? Uh, <laughs> sir, it's July. Yeah, but still. I
0: might buy the organist <laughs> <tight>. to play <laughs> it.
3: Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: But everyone was afraid to try. An old hobo who had jumped from a passing... <laughs> it was
1: a simpler time. This a simpler time. An old hobo. He's got an old hobos into it now. Oh, boy. A homeless Red. man
2: missing his teeth and having a mental break. <laughs> he had something wrong
1: with his foot. Might have been MRSA. I don't know. I'm fuzzy on the details.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let me check Aaron's notebooks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote this? (laughs) Me.
4: (laughs) Ah, I see. I see. (laughs) A passing freight train stopped at a farmhouse to ask for a handout. So the farmer gave him food. As the farmer and the old hobo talked, the farmer told the hobo about the orphan's home and that it would be a mighty sad Christmas this year for those little boys and girls. Then the hobo's... I think the hobo's seeing, like, free Christmas presents
2: at this point. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) He's like... Oh, you want me to deliver a bunch of shit up a, a, a treacherous mountain to give it to a bunch of kids? Sure, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll make sure it gets there. Yeah, the hobo and the presents were never seen again.
1: <laughs> you you want to pay me some money to do I All right, I'm, I'm drunk right now. Does is that, is that sweeten the
0: deal? <laughs> or? started
1: a fund <laughs> for the
0: hobo. Plenty of fucking food for the hobo, but none for the kids. <laughs> yeah, this
4: damn icy road. <laughs> then the hobo said that he used to drive a truck. Oh. And he would be more than glad to try... Before I lost my license, to <laughs> <was gonna> say. <laughs> now I just ride the rails. <laughs> ...to try to get up that mountain. But he wouldn't take any money for it. What do you have meth?
1: <laughs> Some, A.K.A. Hobo Chili. You know what this is? this is? This is a
0: hobo with a heart of gold story. It is.
4: <laughs> so the townspeople agreed to let the old hobo try though they were doubtful anyone could make it. They watched the old hobo drive up the mountain and the old Christmas truck. The town that lacked vision.
1: <laughs> Soon to lack orphans. <laughs> <laughs> that hill is lousy with orphans. Maybe we just don't go up there. Call it a weather thing.
2: So here's a question for you about Red Simpson's Trucker's yeah. Christmas album. He didn't sing on any of these songs. There are all these kind of like, Pone him You know Narrating with an Organ in the Background or Sometimes he would Do the talk
1: sing This one he's just Straight talking but On some of the other Ones uh, he would do The uh, sort of like C.W. McCall kind of Thing and then Have the uh, it's like Some gals singing Back up uh, and okay. they're all the same, you know, there's, this is the old Christmas truck. Then there's like home for Christmas is where a guy, where a guy just, decide, he's a truck driver <laughs> and all these other songs about how great it is to be a truck driver But this one. It's the truck driver, which just, <laughs> just puts a sign on the truck cab and then just leaves and goes home to be with his family. <laughs> and it's like celebrating himself. It's like, ah, oh, I'm just tired of being on the road. It's like, that's your job. You made a commitment. All those Brussels
2: sprouts are gonna go bad. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves it just on a freeway off ramp. Like people can't yeah, get by. That's
1: it. He's done. Yeah, he just wants to go home. He wants to have turkey and with all the trimmings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says, "Old hobo, one more time. I'm gonna fucking punch him in the face." This old hobo. Give him a name. How about yeah. just calling him Paul? I
2: don't know. What? Yeah. <laughs> Periwinkle, the hobo elf
1: yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play it So, so he's there uh they've they've now uh said that maybe you go up there, hobo, and then we'll pay you money, and then hobo says no, and then he says no, no, no,
3: okay, yeah.
4: The roads were mighty slippery, and he fought against sliding off into deep, deep canyons below, but he kept pushing on and wouldn't give up, oh, so he's in the truck now,
2: yeah,
1: now he's driving up the up the slick okay. roads. <laughs>
2: The old
4: hobo. (laughs) (laughs) In case anyone's wondering, it's still the hobo. Yeah. About halfway there, a blizzard hit, and it snowed and snowed. There was no turning back now on the old... Ho- He's a snowbow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the old snowboat. The legend of snowbow.
1: <laughs> hey, Red, we're, we're going to start back from the top of that sentence because you said snowbow. I know what I said, boy.
0: <laughs> I know what he is. It's my story. That I heard in 1940 from somebody
3: else.
4: And <laughs> <laughs> the old hobo knew it. Still, he kept pushing on, though he was freezing by now. For the heater, how come mid-
2: no one else could drive the truck up? I'm, did I miss that part? No one, no one would do it. They didn't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and no. They offered money interest.
0: and everything, and no one would still do it. It was too treacherous.
1: Yeah. Oh, but truly, I, they're so just they, selfish people. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Exactly. The whole town
0: is selfish fuckfaces.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> could be done. They just didn't want to. Well,
0: clearly the hobo's halfway up and it's a blizzard. He had me halfway already and he's a hobo and it's a blizzard.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like maybe like they waited until the weather came. Like old hobo could have left like hours earlier. He might've beat the weather. Yeah. How about he does the deed. Then we give him dinner. Yeah, They, sp- they spent all their money on a Doppler. They could have fucking uh,
2: known where the weather was. Yeah. The hobo licked his finger and held it up in the ring. He, <laughs> he could tell that the storm was coming. <laughs> Nor on <around> the way. <laughs> My knees are aching.
1: Cookie brew up some coffee. I got to go.
2: My funny bone tells me it's going to be a blizzard.
1: My trick leg tells me that the Nor'easter's coming.
2: And then he he, uh, gets down on his knees and puts his ear to the ground and goes, there's uh, 10, 12 orphans who don't have presents up there. And the train's coming. (laughs) It's
1: amazing, Hobo. <laughs> okay,
4: let's go. All right, here we go. For the heater in the old truck, it froze up. Later, when the roads were passable, the townspeople drove up to the orphan's home. Oh, now they go. Yeah,
2: yeah. When they were passable, though, later. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, didn't someone named Damon just say, like, just wait till it clears up, you know? Right. So you guys get your fucking presents on the 26 instead. And no one dies. Yeah, they're orphans, man. <laughs> You should be thankful you're getting anything you don't more. <laughs> d- d-
0: dress someone in a Santa Claus suit and go, ho, 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 sorry I'm late, but you know, yeah. oh, I'm here. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. Sorry, there's a, there's a hobo in the road. I had to <laughs> you gotta, you I step late. over the frozen hobo. I had to get the hobo <laughs> off my boots. <laughs> the frobo.
3: <laughs> Look out. The <laughs> Frobo. Robo
1: Baggins (laughs) All right.
4: They asked about the old hobo and the truck and all the little Christmas toys. Well, it seems that somehow Christmas morning, all the toys the town had donated were under the tree. All right. But to this day, the people at the orphans' home swear they don't know how they got there. because all they saw the next morning was the old Christmas truck. They never saw the old hobo. Just little hoof prints and sleigh tracks in the snow.
3: Wait, what?
1: Yeah, they're saying that he was Santa Claus.
2: The old hobo.
1: But none of that tracks, because if you go back to <laughs> the story, and, well, but that's a, you know, that's a speed-ridden mind of, of Red Simpson. And, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's loosey-goosey at yeah. best.
0: Uh, you and know. guess what? Santa Claus flies. He doesn't give a shit about driving a truck up a hill. Right. He's flying reindeer. Right. And if it's their blizzard, he is
1: Rudolph. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> say, like, for the sake of subterfuge, I'm going to still keep pretending that I'm not Santa and get in behind the wheel on the slick road. He'd go, Yeah, why yeah, not just, this.
0: you know, yeah.
2: go on your regular rounds? And okay. When he, <laughs> he doesn't have to hide it from the farmer. He's an adult. Unpassable <laughs> blizzard snow-covered hill. Solution number 27, Dominic the donkey. That's right.
3: Thank
1: you. you he took right up there.
2: Yeah. I direct yeah. you to last season. <laughs> We're almost done here. We got. Yeah, that's seconds. pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Just
4: okay. played up. I wonder, was that old hobo Santa Claus?
2: I have an answer for you. No. <laughs> Do you think that Red
1: beat all his wives? <laughs> Allegedly? <A> stupid ending. <laughs> It was a stupid beginning. He don't did is a, fuck you for listening. I wrote this with no details, and now, now I don't know anything. I, I, have, I have a question too, Aaron.
0: Um, so this Red Simpson guy was he already famous or like who asked him to do this? Because <laughs> I, I can't think of someone with a less expressive voice. <laughs> like it's all this kind of monotone, and he just seems like a yeah. guy. Is he a star or something? Like a yeah, he
1: was a musician that he was a backup musician in uh, in Bakersfield. He was sort of, uh, I think, sort of like the the old hobo. He was kind of plucked from obscurity to start making records. And all of them, almost all, like 90% of them were truck-based stuff. There's yeah. a big famous one called I'm a Truck. Was he, in fact, a trucker or not? Yeah, yeah. I think that he drove. He drove okay. a big rig from time to time. And he looks like a cross between... I don't want to share it with you because it's going to extend our conversation too long. I'll send it to you later. Yeah, He looks like a cross between John Wayne Gacy... And Conway
2: Twitty, yeah, he's got he's got a really powerful comb over. I'm looking at right now. He's a.
0: I look at him now. He's a gap tooth jackass. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a ga- gap tooth jackass. <laughs>
2: Plus he has a sweet gap tooth. Yeah. <laughs> the cover of the album uh, "Trucker's Christmas." He's sitting in front of a you know fake Christmas tree, the silver kind,
3: mm-hmm.
2: with his comb over and his not not a Christmas shirt, by the way, just a random. No. Pattern shirt and then two Aryan kids. Yeah, it's poor girls. Too. Like, yeah. Can you imagine what their story is? The right. Is this
0: shirt anything like Mike Loves? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not dissimilar.
1: I think that something might be wrong with those girls too. I, I hate to say.
0: Uh, <laughs> They're members of the Shags. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful, Aaron. That was that's awful. that's big red, yeah. Like
1: yeah. I don't even understand it. Like, like who was psyched about it? Somewhere out there on this planet there's people who love this record too. Oh, it's, uh, the, the fuddling to me. The
2: comments. Like just, my my daddy used to play this. Oh, the comments are turned off. Of course they are. Yeah, people got people get racy.
0: Story wise, you know how mad it makes me. That was just a, <laughs> that was a story. If that was gonna be the th- the thing, then there's a better ways to get there than that. Yeah. And then it's yeah. just what you expect too, like, oh right, it was Santa
1: Claus. Fuck you. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's not committing to that either, George. Not He's, really, not, comm- no. he's not committing to anything. Much like the townspeople who couldn't commit to fucking doing a solid for the kids. And by the way, it's not a solid as your job, you know? <laughs> right. It's like they're orphans that they I mean they're not gonna make it themselves. You gotta help them, town.
2: Yeah. Fuck holes. There you go. Red, Red Simpson. Simpson with the old Christmas truck and the poor dead hobo. The frobo. Frobo. <laughs> frobo. <laughs> or
1: was he? Or was it Santa
2: Claus? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 1974, you said? Three. Three, 1973. I guess I'm going to fast forward you guys to a little year that we call 1975. Ho! Just as the old Christmas truck was falling off the charts, this one started to (laughs) climb. Not unlike the Frobo driving up the hill. And so, I didn't really come up with a department for this, but oddly, it's another Christmas street hassle. (laughs) <laughs> Not unlike the, uh, the the old Christmas truck, okay? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's just get this one going here, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Here we go. This is your music, news, and weather station, bringing you the best in Christmas music on this beautiful Christmas Eve. Kind of a here-comes-the-sun rip-off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, so we were just listening to a radio station broadcasting their, their Christmas cheer on Christmas Eve, as was established by the uh, radio announcer, who has no radio effects on his voice, by the way. He's just talking. Yeah, he's just, right. just a guy in studio. <laughs> Is there another intro or just the one? <laughs> <laughs> and let me remind you, you're listening to Christmas Nation. Okay, so here we go.
3: Look outside. The snow
2: is falling, what a sight to see. Wow, that's a nineteen seventy five voice. Yep. Yeah, it's it's my favorite luxury hippie lady voice. You got your uh, Maureen McGovern kind of Yeah, Judy this Collins. asshole with the fucking Poseidon Adventure, is this same broad? <laughs> not her, not her, but <laughs> okay. she's got the same the same voice for sure. There was a lot of them back it's then. She's the
1: kind of voice you'd hear in a film strip in school. Yeah. But they'd be all sort
2: of warped. Yeah, right. Like, like your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it would be like, it would just be like <laughs> safety tips and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> and don't part the pencil up your nose. It doesn't belong in your ear. You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. He will be coming home. As happy as can be
1: Jesus Christ We'll
3: be walking through the door Ten minutes after nine
2: Okay, so she's setting up specific. That Daddy's coming home from work on Christmas Eve Weirdly coming home at ten after nine. Ten after nine? Yeah, I'm like, did he stop at the bar first? Yeah, or he's, he's, he's drunk, he's drunk <laughs> Oh yeah I'm Drunk as a skunk
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right Ten after nine That's 1975 date. hours too Right. Yeah. Yeah. Things got it got later quicker than. It's when you come home. <laughs> <on.
3: laughs> Bus takes each night is always right on time. It's going to be a very merry Christmas.
2: Okay, so we've sort of set it up. It's a nice Christmas scene where the kids are waiting for dad to come home uh from from work on christmas eve now we're into the chorus so let's keep going with the story
3: with all the children by the christmas tree it's gonna be a real old-fashioned christmas
2: for my children their daddy and me <laughs> who, who is this uh, this is a singer called Linda Bennett. Of course, her name is Linda. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. And, uh, and if there was ever more of a Linda, yeah. <laughs> you know why I come home at nine ten, Linda? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here we go. She just is sitting and ruminating on how great it is that the that the kids are all getting ready for and Christmas. Me. Here we go. Oh come on! We're sorry to interrupt this program. Okay, so what the fuck is what happening? What just happened? <laughs> so because apparently the producers of this song give zero shits about theater of the mind, you know, putting an actual announcer's an effect on the announcer's voice. The kind of breaking emergency tone that they would use like a beeping noise it mm. sounds to me like they just got like the mouthpiece from a saxophone <laughs> or something yeah, i was gonna say a clown's horn or something what's that yeah it's like <laughs> a kazoo tweet, tweet, or something tweet, tweet. yeah, beep, yeah. Beep, bike and horn <laughs> so that so that's breaking into the the programming noise uh and so now we're about to get the uh the voice of the announcer telling us what's happening this program but a bulletin has just been handed me there's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. They o- They're reporting on bus routes on the, on the news, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. About the bus route. Yeah, any sign of a hobo? I was going to say, was it was an old hobo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that old hobo. Was he running away from the crash with his armload of presents? (laughs) Giggling. (laughs) Giggling and laughing. (laughs) They'll never know. (laughs) I'm rich! (laughs) So there's been a bus crash, okay?
3: Mommy, isn't that the bus? Daddy rides each night. Oh. Put your ma- you and the fucking
1: kids, Damon
0: <laughs> You and the kid vocalists
1: And with all these kid performers How come no kids can sing?
0: Dear Mr. Jesus
2: <laughs> Daddy rides <it's> each night <laughs> Let me reveal something right now Because we're, we're listening to the son sing And then we're about to hear from the daughter as well This song was co-written by Oh no one, Paul Vance Now you might remember that name from hmm. not only uh let's see, Run Joey Run, but also oh, no, Playground same chick. Playground in my mind. And yeah. who who were the two characters in those two songs? That Paul his, Vance. His fucking actual kids. Yep. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to say almost 100% we're listening to those kids in the song again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, they don't cost nothing. <laughs> right. They've been on the show as much as Sting. <laughs> <laughs> they are, They have been. <laughs> the Vance twins. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, as, as you'll recall, Paul Vance also wrote Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weenie Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. And, okay, and then got the itsy bitsy ranch as we've described (laughs) um and so he also wrote this gem so let's carry on and hear what the what the daughter has to say about because the boy just said hey isn't that the bus that daddy takes home
4: put your
3: mind at ease my children everything's all right everyone don't get excited things will be okay
2: Sorry, the, the, the daughter comes in later, but she does come in.
3: Nothing bad is gonna happen on this Christmas day. It's gonna be very,
1: very- <laughs> Again, they, they stroked it for uh, uh, Trucker songs, and then they stroked it for Story songs in the 70s. That's the 70s? Yeah. God bless. Yeah. But, like, whose bright fucking idea was it to say, you know when tragedy feels best? <laughs> the holidays. <laughs> on a bus. <laughs> yeah, when we're locked in with each other. We can't escape the tragedy by going outside and going to a fucking water slide. Nah.
2: Right. Uh, the other thing uh, you should note is that mom would just spent the last verse calming the kids down. Like, it's fine. It's daddy's bus, I understand, but everything's going to be fine, okay? So, as we cruise into the into the next uh, news report, let's see how mom, if mom takes her own advice.
3: <laughs> Merry Christmas with all is gonna be a real old-fashioned Christmas
2: I also like to interject here this song is called an old-fashioned Christmas but with a bus crash yeah <laughs> like, exactly what like what's what's old-fashioned about any of this you
1: know it's a it's a uh, bait and switch. Who was missing a tragedy song for the holidays?
0: <laughs> right. Who said we know what
1: we need? You're right. Yeah, right. Fuck yeah! So much happy song. So many jolly songs or, or solemn songs. Right, but not for Paul Vance.
2: No. <laughs> and his kids. All right, here we go.
3: For my children, their daddy and me. Noel,
1: Noel. It's like the counter programming that like punk rockers did back in the day like fuck Christmas and all that kind of stuff it's like it's a it's that kind of subterfuge you know it's more punk rock than they were I was thinking of a whiteboard because somebody
0: says like hey we need a, a tragic Christmas song and there's just a whiteboard and there's just all suggestions it says like bus crash uh, reindeer with rabies um, <laughs> frozen hobo frozen oboe. it's all different tragedy Christmas things Linda's
1: got an idea yes I know I heard Linda <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right Oh
1: God. <laughs> Who's Louis Armstrong?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed the latest report involving bus number five out of New Haven, and from all indications, we're sorry to report that there were no survivors. Now she starts losing it It's gonna be okay, kids Keep it together, Linda Everyone get by the Christmas tree (laughs) Kids, get mommy's wine Yeah, I think she was into the nog Yeah
3: (laughs) What am I to do? What have I got left in life To look forward to?
2: Kids are like, mom, we're right here (laughs) Yes, uh, ma (laughs) I've send the kids up the mountain to the orphanage. At night. I sent them up Old Hobo Mountain, <laughs> but I can't get there. So you guys are going to go
0: with this hobo. He's going to drop you off.
1: It's fine. It's probably Santa. It's probably Santa. Probably. There's a good chance that's Santa. Yeah, an old speed freak, <laughs> Red, told me this was Santa. He drives a Cutlass. Hey, I listen. <laughs>
3: Walk me down
2: the aisle on my wedding day. Nope. <laughs> These kids are kinda like shallow, right? Like Yeah. Here's here's the son too. Listen.
3: Who is gonna buy me toys and take me out to play?
1: <laughs> yeah, your mom's falling apart in a in a puddle of nog
2: Mom, my toys. <laughs> I understand dad's dead, but can we still go collect the toys from the accident scene? Is that, is that cool or it was the me decade <laughs>
3: daddy daddy merry christmas everybody I you know it's late and i missed my bus well don't just stand there Help me with these presents. It's I like
1: that they're not taking a moment for, for uh, the 30 lost souls on, um, <laughs> yeah,
2: <exactly>. on <laughs> right. Bus 850. people's fathers who were yeah. on the bus, yeah. Yeah, Jeez. like they didn't explain to him, you're not going to believe this, you know. <laughs> it's like, what, what's the, the family guy, uh, creator, who, who missed 9-11? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, this yeah. plane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's on that level of, of creepy, and, and they don't even mention it. So it's just like, where's my presents, bitch? It's next to the gravy boat, let's do this We thought
0: you were dead No, just don't, we'll talk about it later <laughs> Alright
3: real old Christmas For my children Their daddy And me
2: But not for The bus passengers
1: <laughs> 30 other souls <laughs> we'll be coming home tonight.
2: They drove with a Frobo to get home <laughs> from work. <laughs> you guys don't mind if I stop off at this orphanage up at the top of this hill before I take you guys home, do you? Got nothing but time. <laughs> the old Christmas bus. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Selfish fuckers.
3: Good
1: So that was uh,
2: Linda (laughs) Bennett. She actually was a good singer insofar as like she did, she had a career through the 50s and 60s. In fact, she's even, there's a cool video of her and Ricky Nelson singing on the Ozzie and Harriet show. A nice little song, by the way. And so she was tracked down by somebody, some news station uh, a few years ago, and she doesn't remember recording an old-fashioned Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) She's in her 80s now. I couldn't find too much information about her other than like her 50s and 60s career. But she doesn't even remember recording this song. Um, I don't know if that has to do with like dementia or too much eggnog or what. Or just
0: she's smart and just says that I don't, (laughs) I had nothing to do with that. (laughs) Right.
1: It's like Bernie Taupin, like not remembering the other song. Yeah, sorry.
0: I I didn't, robot. I don't, don't ask me about that. I don't know what.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Two final observations before we move on. Amy Levitt, a writer for the Riverfront Times uh, in St. Louis, she was doing a kind of list of the worst Christmas songs. And I pulled one of her quotes and she said simply, the people in an old fashioned Christmas are a bunch of assholes. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Across
1: the board. Even that newscaster yeah right they're a bunch of assholes
2: it's as simple as that they're a bunch of assholes and then the other thing i wanted to point out because i was listening to the song and the story and i went this is pretty fucking familiar wait and i went oh it's and this song came out in 1974 a year before this it's the night chicago died remember that yeah the dad was a cop and he was fighting al capone and then there's a lot of you know more street hassles, and then yeah, <laughs> they all thought the dad was dead. And then at the at the very end of the song, the dad walks in the door, right? And so this is the exact same story, basically, but just you know, Christmas. But getting he stole it from from the uh, from the Night Chicago Diet guys. So there you go. That was Linda Bennett and an old fashioned Christmas parentheses Daddy's Home. <laughs> you get kind of like a spoiler alert there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He made it. Don't worry. Yeah. And thanks again to Paul Vance. You know, he's, as I I wrote in my notes here, he's the torture whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's just, he's
1: he's an MVP. He He really is on this show. For sure. He's
0: really made, like, he's
2: he's Mike Love level as far as
0: <laughs> the show. He really... He puts <laughs>
2: his foot in it. So there you go, boys. Uh, a little uh, Christmas torture for you. And now we turn it over to George. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm on a different page than you guys because
0: my uh, song does not have anything to do with a wheeled vehicle not, <laughs> not making it up a hill or crashing in the ice. I no transportation. I did not on. know that was a theme of <laughs> tonight. wheeled vehicle. Uh so mine's from 1989. I think you'll know these fellas right away. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. It's very much 1989.
2: Let it roll. Alright. Here we go. Discover the stories. Share the legacy. Was that Jan Terry doing that, that voiceover? <laughs> Mine have Discover been. Discover the stories. <laughs> the, the quarters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey,
0: Woofie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woofy,
2: Get in the house. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, little
4: train. My little elf, another great Christmas. Ah, man, it's fun. it's fun. Same thing every year. So let's have a funky Christmas. I'm down, let's go. Come on,
2: come on. Uh-huh. Ho, ho. Uh, aren't any clue who this is? Uh it's funky
1: Christmas. Funky Uh, funky Christmas. Double funky. Get it right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh it sounds like somebody is that Jan Terry again? (laughs) It's not Jan Terry. No, it's not.
2: (laughs) Who is it? Play a little more. (laughs) Yeah, I'll play a little more. (laughs) Um and they're even speaking in their accents. These these guys were fucking huge in 1989. Yes. Check it out There you go, Aaron. You <laughs> just said their name. Oh, it's N-K-O-T-B? Yeah. Yes. Yeah!
1: I almost picked it N- from this record. I almost picked one for this tonight. Oh. Did,
0: did, did you almost pick uh, uh, whatever? This one's the, for the children. This one's for
1: the children. Well, this is the B-side.
0: This one's for the children wasn't bad enough. I picked the
1: B-side. i B it's so funny to have both of them on there, both sides of the single.
0: I picked the B-side because I thought it was worse. Yeah. And goddamn, if it ain't. <laughs> and um, so yes, like what Aaron said, this is from their Christmas album. See, "Merry Merry Christmas" is the Christmas album, and then "Funky Funky Christmas" is. And this wasn't even a single. This was just horrible. And so I picked it. And also, I, there was some live uh, live footage of them doing it on Arsenio Hall because that's where you went when you had you know you know that the leather jacket and that look, and you were in NKOTB. They and did the Funky, movie. Funky
2: Christmas on Arsenio Hall? They did,
0: and it was oh. ju- and it was faster than this, and it was awful. This is the terrible song, and it sounds like, you know, you and your asshole friends, any asshole friends, this just happens to be a group of guys that were very popular at the time, but your asshole friends from Boston got together and made a shitty Christmas thing on a tape recorder, is what <laughs> yeah. it sounds like. <laughs> and, and also, it's just such a, you know, I mean, I guess you can't blame them, but it's such a shitty money grab because Hangin' Tough had come out the year before or probably even months before this, yeah, it was a record that broke them. It was the hugest thing ever. So why not just grab, you know, why not grab
2: Keep some grabbing. Christmas?
0: Keep grabbing. And also, yeah. at least Maurice Starr was smart enough to, like, they wrote this, quote-unquote, wrote this song, and he did, as they did, uh, this one's for the children. So you get the publishing money. You just don't want to do covers, because then you don't get any right. money. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you write this shit and go, here's our Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's the most... Honky, not funky thing ever. (laughs) So let it roll. I mean, you won't believe some of the some of the lyrics. If you the rapping in this, it's just it's
2: horrifying. (laughs) We were obviously all too old for new kids on the block. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of what when I was the age when I would quote be into the music of boy bands. I guess. Yeah. There's a kind of a big period of missing boy bands. Like from it went from the Osmonds and the Jacksons, and then there's nothing for a long time. Kind of like a little menudo sprinkled in there, and then it, then yeah. like, like at the end of the '80s, I was too old for it. Not that I m- felt like I missed anything, but I, I guess I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a kid, you know, the, the right age for new. Well, kids first on of the all, block. it would be girls' shoes, probably not your shoes. But don't you think some guys, like eleven-year-old boys, would be into in sync and stuff when they were out? Right? I know it's mostly I know. girls. I don't know if guys are into this. Yeah. I don't know, I, like if they're young enough. I guess. I want to believe that I would have thought this was lame, even though I would have been right the right age. I guess it's my <laughs> long journey to that point.
1: Well, you were the right age for the Partridge family. Did you care about them? Not really, no. That would have been right up your street or the Cowsills? <laughs> the Cowsills. I guess we like Hee Haw for the Booby ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my
2: boy band. <laughs> All right, well let this crap roll please. All right, just yeah. get it and, over and with. Once <laughs> again, George, the the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. It's a 5-minute song.
0: We we can cut it off. We can cut it off at some point, but it it just keeps on going. That's yeah. part of the that's part of the torture of this. It just doesn't stop. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's no transportation in this, but there are like four intros. So it does tie into <laughs> the other to other songs for sure. This song is Thank like
0: God. a car accident. A funky, funky car accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the <laughs>
1: all right it's pretty ironic that they say funky twice and it's not funky (laughs) no at all no let's have a funky
0: funky Christmas yeah not a regular one a funky one here we can do that (laughs)
2: Celebrate
3: are you ready? Ready as a line, You know Joey, Joe, Ready. Jordan and John. Yeah. Come on. got
2: funky, funky going on. Oh, God. <laughs> they're, they're bad at rapping, yeah, too, by the they're way. They're
0: terrible. They're terrible at it. It's like an awful, like, vanilla ice. Worse than that, even. It's a terrible, just
1: white... They were smell. smart about the... Uh, all those bands would name-check each other in themselves. And Motley Crue did that. So, like, I mean, they, when you wanted to bolster up that name recognition and speak to the ladies who like to have their favorite one got to name check it
0: <laughs> Guess where <so>. vince where <laughs> right over there hey tommy yeah right yeah <laughs> jesus and, and by the way that was a verse they're gonna go back into that shitty chorus which by the way also this this program shit in the back this basic track sounds like something that was left over from a boys to men record they didn't use Right, or something. Yeah. It's the same like just standard thing with that cowbell in the it's just awful. It just lays there. It sounds
1: like a like an old forgotten ringtone. Yeah, you see it. On a freaky phone. A funky funky phone. <laughs> PH. I'm a
3: funky, funky Chris.
2: This is why the song is five minutes long. It, 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 it's so much They do like 27 funny. bars to get to the next <laughs> line. God
3: Have a funky funky Christmas.
0: Christmas and a funky new year, I swear. We got ourselves a party here. Girls are on the floor, no side posse at the door. Should I stop? Nah, cool, here's more. Of this song, a funky Christmas melody. Cause Jordan K feels also so Christmas Throw your hands in the air. Pause. Kick
1: the ballistic Santa Claus. Oh boy! <laughs> oh
0: boy! boy! Ballistic Santa Claus? Yeah, that was you know people get ballistic, you know you know all that. So uh, throw wow. your hands in the air. Pause. Kick the ballistic Santa Claus. <laughs> And then right back to the shitty chorus with 27 bars of percussion in between the funky,
1: funky Christmas. (laughs) Those are some fucking Wahlberg lyrics right there. Oh yeah. He's, he's the writer of this
0: along with Maurice
1: star. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. 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 He is. There's Chuck D. There's the beastie boys
0: Wahlberg. Is he the guy on the Tom Selleck show? Oh, yes, that's, yeah, that's Donnie Wahlbergers. Okay, yeah.
2: yeah, the whole thing. Yeah,
0: he's, yeah. He's, he's on meals. <laughs> meals. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think the character on Blue Bloods could rap better than this. Tom Selleck. Tom, yeah, yeah, Tom Selleck, Selleck probably could. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lads from Magnum
1: could uh, rhyme better than this. I bet you TC had some skills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that Rick did. Larry Minetti, you kidding me? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Deep rhymes.
2: Higgy Baby's One Piece Jumper. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: That's the instrumental on the record, Higgy Baby.
1: <laughs> I think Sign of the Times came out shortly before this, didn't it? Yeah. Yes,
0: we are, about 87's kind time of Times. Yeah, so
1: this would have been, uh, what, uh, Batman?
2: Yeah, yeah, 89, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that long bar going on there. Yeah. Any one of us with any sort of musical creativity would just go, oh, uh, let's get a saxophone guy in there. And then we'll get mm-hmm. a, a guy to play a guitar solo. And he's just like- yeah, just, Fill it up. Yeah, fill it yeah. up with something instead of just like dropping a utensil drawer. Did, 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 <laughs> did Damon Pippitone just suggest a saxophone?
1: Yeah. What? That's how bad the song is, is that he's <laughs> suggesting that you add sax to it. To save it. Like I said, it feels like these are guys in their bedroom
0: and they've programmed the the, the drums that long and so they don't know how to shorten it, so they just leave it. I feel like that's what this is. You know, they don't know how to.
1: (laughs) That's my editing style. Yeah, I don't know. I can't can't change it now. Play it again. Can't play City Hall. (laughs) It does sound like they're dropping different types of silverware
2: from a great height.
1: Try the smaller
2: knives. We were preparing Christmas dinner. <laughs> it's the sound of the kitchen. Uh, just because it was 1989, producer Damon would have had a saxophone, just because why wouldn't you? But mm-hmm. 2023, Damon would just use the saxophone mouthpiece like they did in <laughs> Old Fashioned Christmas where dad's in a bus crash. Okay, The
0: mouthpiece of a tonette.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. All right, go. Oh, they got one of them to do an English accent?
0: I guess so. I have no idea why he's doing this. And this is the most sophomoric, stupid.
2: Yeah. Brian Wilson's mad scientist accent was better. <laughs>
1: right, yes. <laughs> the fat guy accent. And then the, he was eating. There was the food accent. The sarcastic fat accent. Fat guy.
3: <laughs> the sarcastic wife. Yeah.
0: He said you, I said what? He said you left the fire burning and I burnt my butt. So now I've learned, you've got to turn the fireplace down so Santa won't get... Now he's Jamaican? Okay, Okay. so on? (laughs) this verse is, uh, sneaking downstairs on Christmas Eve, I saw a sight you wouldn't believe, St. Nick by the fireplace, dusting off his head with the frown on his face. He said, hey, I said what? He said, you, I said what? He said, you left the fire burning and I burnt my butt. So now I've learned, you've got to turn the fireplace down as Santa won't get burned.
1: Nice. So yeah. it's an
0: ass joke, see? It's a burning ass joke. All of that. I mean, I guess they were just like, well, fuck it, we'll put it on here and we've got to get this record out. Yeah. It's a whole verse about his burning his butt. Well, I'll do it in an English accent, so it'll be great. Listen. I'll burn my butt and the That's
2: dumb. I'm going to assume, like, these kids are all, what, between 15 and 19 or something? It's early in their careers, yeah, I think. I don't know. Those guys are about, probably about your guys' age. But the youngest one was, like, 15, right? And then there's the I other think. guys are a little bit older. Yeah. Like, he had a brother or something. Anyway, yeah. my question is, were they doing coke themselves? <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah.
0: I feel like if they are doing coke, this would be funkier. <laughs> Actually
2: funkier. <laughs> no one told these kids no, I guess is the point. You know, because they think they're so cute and funny and clever, and its they have no idea that it just aggravates everybody, you know?
0: I'm only going to make you do this one thing after this I want you to hear, too. So, go ahead.
2: And it's at 4.49. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know where it is, but it's, it's <laughs> fucking awful. Okay. It's so the next thing.
3: Christmas. <laughs>
0: It's brutal.
2: Yo, MC said you didn't know my boy Donnie could play
1: percussion, did you? I didn't have Yeah, get busy, Donnie.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, shut this out, little strange game.
0: Okay, you can stop now. I just want to let you know that on top of all that funk, they decided to have Donnie play percussion. That's what that verse was. Yo, MC Santa, I bet you didn't know my boy Donnie could play percussion, did you? I didn't have a clue.
1: Yeah, get busy, Donnie. Uh huh. (laughs) Awesome. I love that Donnie had a shot, you know, he had a a chance to really show people what's up from a percussion perspective. Yeah. Because he didn't, that wasn't him playing percussion.
0: I have no idea if he plays percussion, but he acts the shit out of the part on meals. <laughs> you can play more of this if you'd like,
3: but no!
4: I know
0: you've, yeah, just, <laughs> the rest of this is just him rapping and saying funky dope jam and other funny Christmas puns. And it goes on forever. How, how far are we in, Damon? Uh, 251. We're about half now. A little more than half, yeah. I'm going to let you, I'm gonna cut you loose now because you get
2: the fucking point. <laughs> it's just, this is brutal. It's so brutal. The remaining two minutes and ten seconds is just one chorus. And
0: of course, <laughs> I would say one thing else about it. Guess what they say at the end that everyone said at the end of records like this?
2: Hmm. Let's see. You tell me. Peace.
0: Oh. Peace. Everyone said peace. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> That's the end of I'm,
1: this. I'm yearning to hear this one's for the children.
0: <laughs> exactly. I I listened to it. I'm like, no, this isn't bad enough. What's the B side? And I found this gem.
2: <laughs> funky, funky Christmas. Let's see if there's any you know house frows who were 12 when this came out. And- oh, in the comments, you yeah, mean- in the comments. Let me just see. It, the album went double platinum. There's that means at least two million people bought this record. <laughs> yeah, here's one now. I'm 46 now in 2023, and I know every word still. Ugh. You always need a hype Christmas song, and this is the best of the best. I
1: know, funky yeah. and Christmas.
2: <laughs> God, how can they think this is funky? I mean, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> people, people, people have some have some awareness, some self awareness <laughs> that you know you, you were allowed to like shitty music when you were a kid, and, and you're allowed to not like it anymore. You know? Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess we have some voting to do here, and since yeah. Aaron started, we might as well start with him voting. And I guess the rule is you can't vote for your own. Right, yeah. I just have to pick one that I like. Uh, as the worst, or that I, yeah, as the worst of New Kids on the Block and Linda Bennett. <laughs>
1: um, I think I hate Linda more, frankly, because at least NKOTB <laughs> is trying to have a good time, and there's like a spirit of the season that's sort of, sort of sensible. Like, yeah. let's have a party. It's seasons. It's all about fun. Christmas. They're bad at it, but they're trying. Yeah, there's a a focus that makes more sense than the bizarre insanity, schadenfreude. It's
0: macabre.
1: It's macabre. Yeah, yeah, it's macabre. Let's have most of the song. 90% of the song is going to be, dad's dead. And mom's (laughs) drunk about it. But there in the end, he's fine. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. You'll tie I'm glad you didn't die in a bus. Yeah. (laughs) Too bad the other 30 lost souls <laughs> cease to be. You know, I don't know. I just think that it's, 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 it's uh, in bad taste. And that guy hadn't learned his lesson with all this horrible fucking tragic shit. Chances are you won't survive one of his songs. <laughs> or at least for a, a while in the song, they'll think you're dead. Yeah, so that's my choice. That, w- that one's worse. So, uh, Damon, go.
2: Yeah. Okay. On a different day... This new kids on the block, because I hate these kids, even though I give kids a lot of credit. These five in particular are, are just fucking annoying. But they were doing what they do, you know? Right, yeah. right, right. And the Frobo song is just it's, just, it's just wild. Like the guy can't get up the hill because the orphans are going to starve to death or something. I mean, the whole thing is just, it's just magnifique torture to me. You know the guy's talking through the whole thing with a with a mall organ playing in the background. It's and there's like, Red, who doesn't,
1: who r- is responsible for it, and yes, doesn't have any of the details.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's not really quite sure. He's got four intros going on, and still doesn't make any sense. Like if you have to over-explain the joke, it's not a good joke. you know. So I'm going with uh, with Red Simpson and the old Christmas truck and the old hobo and the, and the old Frobo. All right, All right, so I'm out, and I have to make the decision now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, both, sto- it's stories for me, and they maybe I don't like story songs or poorly told story songs. Right. Both those stories piss me off so bad, <laughs> I can't even get to the execution of how s- that part's bad, with the organ and the other shit and that other fucking Linda song. Um <laughs> <laughs> But ultimately, I, I was more pissed off at the at the hobo song. He kept saying hobo over and over again, and it was the stupidest. Maybe it was. It just it, it makes no sense at all. It makes less sense. It's not me.
1: committed. Like everybody, those not. other two songs are committed in a way that Red just could not be bothered. No, he just just it's like he gave up, and that's. And I don't. It's like a rough
2: draft of a story.
0: Yeah, he has no personality in his voice when he's telling the story. There's nothing yeah. whimsical or anything about it. I just. And oh. all of the songs are about trucks, and somehow that's supposed to be about a truck, but it's not really about, the whole thing's not really about a truck. That's really right. superfluous <laughs> in the story.
1: It's more about the town's <laughs> ambivalence.
2: Yes. <laughs> it just It's the fucking hobo frozen frobo. Yeah! <laughs> well, we have a Christmas winner. His name is the a of all Yuletide dogs. Woo! Strut, strut, strut! Here we go! Oh, oh ho Or Finn's abandoned. Hitler's lair. <laughs> eagle's, nest,
0: eagle's nest. Eagle's <laughs> nest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that so old bad. hobo. <laughs> Fuck oh you,
2: Rick. <laughs> wow, that was remarkable. <laughs> remarkable. So since Aaron wins, that means Aaron gets to play his sorbet. I get to choose a sorbet! We need one, please! (laughs) Not so fast, first... Yes. Majel Majel. Claus has to... (laughs) Welcome me in to the friendly confines of Sorbetown. Let me see if any of these are sort of Christmas-themed. They're not deliberately, but I could maybe, you know, kind of force it in. (laughs) (laughs) Retcon. I don't know, I guess this is what little kids are doing on Christmas Eve. Here we go. Come on, Majel. Sorbet. Sorbet.
4: What dreams are made of?
2: <laughs> Visions of sugar plums dancing in their head, right? That's right. Goddamn right. Why don't you walk us up then with this lovely Christmas sorbet on the Aaron Loathing Gitmo Bros Christmas Extravaganza? Yes. So we were talking about Toluca Lake earlier, and and this
1: song was recorded in Burbank. This man has done this, there are familiar versions of this song, but they're all, they're very hokey and they're full of Jordanaires. But this is just the (laughs) Uh king, some young friends and screaming women who cannot believe that they're so close to the king. This is from the 1968 comeback special, Elvis Presley. Peak king. Yeah, just like the most extraordinary looking man in the world. In this period. And he had been sort of corny, but he was wearing the fucking black, baby. Mm -hmm. And just fucking insane. And Uh, Warner Brothers stage two, where in Burbank? (laughs) It's, it's, I think it's over there. I think it's, I mean, I don't know which stage, but like it's, it's right over there. And uh, like it made me proud to think of that. It's like fucking the king in Burbank, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on. Everyone's <laughs> been there. I've been at that studio. Um, so, like, let's listen to this, man. Just, like, he's just delivering, and it's just him with the dudes. Like, what we were talking about. Like, how come, you know, it would have been great to have heard more of this. Just no fancy, fancy, just them having a good time.
2: All right. Here we go. Do it. I'll have a Christmas. So as I recall from this special, why was he doing Blue Christmas? Because it was just a normal Elvis It was in concert.
1: June, but they recorded it in June, but they were going to release it at Christmas time. Okay. It was on,
2: they, when it aired, it was Christmas. Did he do other Christmas songs or just this one?
1: Yeah, and it was going to be a lot more Christmassy, but in response to uh, RFK being murdered and uh, Martin Luther King being murdered, they covered this in the movie, actually, the recent movie, The King. Pretty much sort of overnight made another choice, (laughs) and he did that really impressive sort of uh, contemplative song. But what was unique about this is that the Colonel wanted this to be like a big variety show, hokey as fuck, so that it would recondition America to be like, oh, the king is looking good, but he's still soft king. Cooler heads prevailed, and like it became... Just a bunch of dudes, just like a lot of it, some of it was big and showy and dancers and stuff, but still at a rocking edge to it. But so much of it was done in that sort of like in the round, the crowd around him. They brought people over from a restaurant across the street just to be up in his grill. Didn't tell people what was going on. They did two shows and it was so hot in there and the King was uptight the first show and they had to like get the special solution to get the black suit off of him and then dried because it was so sweat through (laughs) and then they got it back on. But he, and and they were all uptight about, they thought that the, the thumping feet on the stage was too much, but like, I'm so psyched that they just fucking left it. You know, like it's ballsy of that time to like, let it be loose and like, and the women can't control themselves. They're losing it. The king, and he's playing up to it. You could see in the video version of this, he you know he winks at them a little bit, but really he's just being the king. He's not he's not mugging. He's in the song. He's in the moment, and I just found it so adorable. And the way that like when the king is best, he's doing it like this, and like when he did the zenith of his life for me is a uh, good time, Charlie. But this song really speaks to me, especially with sort of a quote unquote hokey song when somebody wants to make fun of him. They'll do this, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but like it's not – this is not that version, you know?
2: If you have never seen the Elvis comeback special, you may have heard of it or something. I mean, you got to check it out because – It's so striking. He's He's just masterful. He looks yeah. fantastic. And this – don't forget this is 1968 when, you know, th- there was no fixing the voice. There was no – and like you said, you know, they're stomping on the floor – it's like almost like a hootenanny. Like the guys, the one guy's playing like a guitar case, right, as as percussion,
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: and they're all playing acoustic guitars. And it almost felt like, as an afterthought, they go, "Hey, let's just get the guys with some guitars and sit on the stage and do a couple songs for the audience." Yeah, and it's the original
1: guys. It's it's Scotty and DJ, uh, but Bill Black was dead, and so there's another bass player. But like, the, it's like the original OG guys. So it's going back to the way that the King was. Yeah, before the Colonel got him.
2: And so it's it feels and sounds really down home, even if they plan the whole thing out. And it is, and it's live. It's fucking. Yeah, live. they just let it be.
1: They let it be like it's, and you either have it or you fucking don't have it. It's like it's uh, when we listen to Three Dog Night do it in the studio too. Like there's no there's no colder, shittier place than a fucking soundstage. Yeah, yeah. And 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 when you can w- take all the production out of it, and it just is either in coming out of your face and your fingers, or it's not. There's nowhere to
2: hide, at all. And that's why he's the fucking king. Yep. And I get to benefit oh so much from the video as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Here, and people so. should be looking at this all the time and yeah. like just watch the whole special, by the way. Um, it, a lot of people like forget, like, why was the king so incredible? And there's a real good uh, indicator of it here.
2: Mm hmm. There we go.
3: I'll be so blue, just thinking. Decorations of rain on a green Christmas tree won't be the same <laughs> if you're not here. With them. Here's a
2: question for you. It always confused me about the screaming girls at this show. It's weird that Elvis still had young fans, yeah, you know, because yeah. he's what, 30 at this point?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean like he came up in the fifties and it's almost right. nineteen seventy. I'm almost yeah. on the planet
2: now. And, yeah. and it's it's fucking gnarly. So he's thirty. And they're young girls in this audience girls who are in their teens. And I'm like, I don't know that Elvis just had fans that were that young still because he had really kind of like tanked his own career. Oh, people movies. love
1: celebrity. And then, and then, and so there's that. And then suddenly you're confronted with the charisma that he had. Like, cause would already be sort of a liberty gibbet as a young gal. If you saw a newscaster, right. if you were a young girl, you'd be like, oh my God, it's the guy who does the weather. You know what? He's kind of cute. Yeah. And then, and then it's the fucking king. Forget it. Like you could have an attitude about it too. Like, whatever. I'm not going to like him. And then you just <laughs> lose it. Just ask Dan Hill's
2: ex-girlfriend about the <laughs> She'll tell you a thing or two.
1: Yeah, these girls like they want to be too cool, but like he operates just enough without egging it. Like he'll be, lo- he's looking at the guys and over to like to his right, and then he'll just give the slightest fucking look to the left, and all of a sudden, bah! it's just from looking. And they're sitting in a circle, so they they're staring at where his eyes go, you know, and that's what's delivering it. Yeah, and kind of a smile here, da 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 da, just. A master at fucking work doing his thing Yep And it's a small little group in this scene There's like 30 people around him It's not a massive studio
2: audience They're this small group Are you sure this wasn't at Telly's in Burbank? (laughs)
1: In the Taker Easy Lounge?
0: At telly's from the Universal uh in the Universal Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Start oh, falling. play it, dirty, play it, dirty.
2: Yeah, good call not having the Jordanaires version because yeah. if if you know the original Elvis version of this,
3: it's so yeah.
2: crazy.
1: It's the worst choice that's ever been made in music.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was the Jordanaires joined by your mom's friends. <laughs> it sounds like they're on a roller coaster, too. Right? Yeah, Linda, right, George? If you're not going to do it, don't fucking do it. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> Christ, assholes. <laughs>
2: So they're panning around the uh, the band, and there's only five of them, it looks like. I think there's a couple of the
1: mafia in there, several of his chums, because he was feeling uptight and they needed like a, a king whisperer. So I think they put oh, him right. out there on in the room because he was really, really nervous. A yeah. lot of pressure.
2: It looks like DJ is playing, they're both playing guitar cases. There's a guy mm-hmm. sitting there just tapping a guitar case. DJ's playing with sticks on a guitar case. And then Scotty's obviously got his guitar, but they're all acoustics, it looks like. Mm -hmm. But is there even a bass player? Uh, I
1: don't know. I mean, like I said, Bill was gone, so I don't know. I couldn't remember now as I was talking about it if they had a replacement or if they just didn't. I mean, they don't really need to have one there.
2: Right. I think it's pretty much three acoustic guitars, Elvis and the two guys. Right. And then uh, the other two guys are both hitting uh, guitar cases. And then I believe maybe DJ's hitting a tambourine with his foot or something. Because you can hear the tambourine, but it's you yeah. can't see it, and and he's holding two sticks. So I could be wrong, but let me keep examining this. It's <laughs> a Bruder film. Your examination's over. <laughs> And also, if you watch the video, like how Aaron described, um who who did you say had the mic control? Oh, it was Nick and Cole? Uh, Nick and Cole. Speaking, that's speaking of Christmas, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's just working the microphone exactly like when he goes down to the, he gets close and then he comes back yeah. for the higher notes and stuff. He's Excellent.
1: completely aware of everything he does, and like, and if you, it's more likely that Elvis was from space than than it is that he was from below. <laughs> i think it's like especially, if especially in this outfit yeah especially in this outfit right mm-hmm. you know like it looks like he's just like all right yeah i totally buy it i'd be surprised with excitement but i would buy your facts if you said yeah it turns out he's from uh, mars yeah <laughs> only person ever he's the only one that survived yeah it's, it's, it's <laughs> must be the leather they all look like him but none are alive it's just him that's it <laughs> <laughs> He's got that savage tan and the cr- and it's like
2: jet blacker than black hair. It's like matte black. Yeah, <laughs> right. the reason they all eat peanut butter and nana sandwiches on Mars, I don't understand. <laughs> and they travel well and which is food of because you you can't put bananas in a kitchen and not have them
1: fall apart within a day or so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right. You're
2: Those All girls right. are barely keeping it together. In the oh, ending, man. which they don't do in the original version.
3: Ding ding ding. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You could see that he would if, if he was doing that uh the sands, he'd be doing like the the big karate chop right. stuff. And maybe the pelvis thrust. Yeah, yeah. But goddamn, like it's just he's so great. And like for him to be incredible at this time, too, is is really something. It's really sweet. And this is a couple years before um that good time Charlie footage that we heard before when he was getting ready to play, I think the Sands and uh, man, God, it just makes me so happy to hear him. Like we were talking about the other day about, about the other episode about uh, Steven Tyler and how neat it is to hear somebody be fully realized in their thing, whatever it is that they do. Um, And when you can hear someone like sting be that way right away and you go, why he never got more than that. Like he just did this and he was amazing at it. And you can see the king go in and out of it, but he was falling in and out of the juice. There was none. you know.
2: And so for him to find it in the late 60s is remarkable. When, yeah, when there were so many other non-Elvis things going on, like Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. You right. Know, it was such an anomaly for Elvis to show up in a leather suit. Yeah, like this guy was like
1: the, the, the fucking your daddy's act. Yeah. He, if was you were he was a square. He was a square. Yeah. And then for him to come out looking like that. And like, that's what, that to Damon's point earlier, that's like, some of these girls are young. And so they're like, well, whatever, I guess, I guess it's a, it's a television taping. All right, fine. Like <laughs> I'm going to give a shit. They go. Bah! <laughs> oh my God, it. is that guy from Mars? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's so great. I'm so happy to hear that. So uh, thanks, man. Oh yeah. Thank you. I'm a, uh... The original is always on every Christmas mix I have, yeah you got you gotta put it on.
0: I've yeah. never heard this one, and I like it a hundred times better, oh wow yeah. maybe sub it, maybe sub it consider a sub well, I wonder if if maybe Peter Jackson can can just take the girls out. <laughs> I would really like to hear it just without the the yelling just if you just hear this the song because it's so good it's so much yeah. better than you guys are right yeah. that part is just but i do love this song so it's great man it's a it's yeah.
1: a hook but like you know it's, it's just so neat to hear him it's so touching to me like i get real emotional when i hear the king be great you yeah. know it really affects me and i and i just love it so much but uh fucking merry christmas everybody merry uh, christmas
0: maybe elvis should have dri- driven the christmas truck up the hill i bet you he know he wouldn't <laughs>
2: He would have just flown in his in his spaceship, flying with spaceship saucer, and landed there with presents, with <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwiches for everybody, for all the orphans.
1: <laughs> oh, damn it! We made it through, boys. We made it through. We did. Yes,
2: this was a lovely Christmas special, or should I say, holiday special? Spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here with the Gitmo Bros for Indeed. to celebrate these holidays with you. And we are the number one rockers forever. Even at Christmas time, we still. Oh, yeah, maybe more at Christmas time. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they need us clearly. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's right. The twelve rockers of Christmas. <laughs> 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 and so I guess we will give you guys a Yuletide farewell and say Happy Holidays, everybody from the Gitmo. Happy Holidays. Bye. Year, Year and
0: Yeah, you guys don't even know. I lived on the streets. I had children. What do you know? Mom!
3: Take it easy. Lower it. I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next time for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.